Secretary Thomas E. Perez. He's the nation's 26th Secretary of Labor. He was nominated by President Barack Obama, sworn in July 23, 2013. And if you look at his record, he's committed to making good on the promise of opportunity for all, giving every working family a chance to get ahead, and putting a middle-class life within reach of everyone willing to work for it. And I would say, when we look at numbers and we look at gains, uh, well, I think he's doing just that. Secretary Perez, more than a pleasure to have you with us. Happy New Year, sir. Same to you, Leslie, and to all of your listeners. It's always great to be with you. Let's look at the uh, numbers that came out in the latest jobs report and the gains that we saw for the uh, last month of last year in December. Last month uh, was exactly like uh, many of the preceding months, a very good month for job growth in America. Over a quarter million jobs gained, and when you factor in adjustments that get made from the preceding two months, uh, November and October, there's actually more than 300,000 jobs. And so when you when you look at the year 2014, there were almost 3 million jobs added. That's the best year since 1999. Uh, the unemployment rate is now 5.6%. Uh, back in November of 2013, it was something like 7%. And uh, we, this is the largest decline in the unemployment rate since 1984. And the primary reason for this remarkable decline in the unemployment rate is that um, more people got jobs who were unemployed. And, and the vast majority of those folks who got jobs were the long-term unemployed, which is very good. Um, another good aspect, not only of last month but of last year, is the growth that we're seeing is very, very broad-based. Um, the construction sector, manufacturing sectors, other sectors that produce good middle-class jobs are coming back, and that is very, very important. Now, there's a lot of unfinished business, and there's absolutely no denying that. That's why no one around here is spiking any footballs, because there are too many people who are still on the sidelines and want to get back in. There are too many people who have been working, uh, but they haven't had a meaningful raise in years. Uh, We have to address the issue of... uh, Uh, wage uh, stagnation. We have to address the issue of making sure that everybody who wants to work uh, can get access to a a good middle-class job. And that's that's really the unfinished business. But uh, we're undeniably moving in the right direction, and we need to keep up uh, this momentum. Are you encouraged because of your mission um, as the Labor Secretary in in your job, what you want to do, and I think you're definitely very successful in moving toward your goals, are you encouraged when you see so many states in the United States that have, you know, separately uh, within the state at the state level voted in the latest election, the midterm election, to increase the minimum wage in so many states across the board in this country? Well, not only am I encouraged by that, um, we help to uh, facilitate that. I spent a lot of my own time working with state leaders, with governors, with mayors, with county executives on this issue, because uh, while we continue to work here at Washington, I wasn't going to uh, just go on one track there, because we knew that the Republican leadership uh, last year was uh, hell-bent on making sure that, uh, you know, working poor don't get a raise. And uh, so... I'm very excited, and and you you look at uh, beat red states like uh, Arkansas and uh, South Dakota, Nebraska, Alaska, uh, who raised the minimum wage, and 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 it's it's very heartening on the one hand to see that roughly seven million people uh, got a raise as a result of these state and local initiatives. At the same time, it's frustrating because you shouldn't have to win the geographic lottery uh, to get a raise if you are uh, a working family, and that's where we're at, and that's why we need to 
raise the federal floor, and uh, we're certainly not giving up, and uh, we're going to continue to fight like heck. Uh, there is a rise in unemployment, as you said, across the board. Explain to folks why that's good and not just good because we have a rise in employment and more people are getting jobs out there who've been waiting and it's not just focused in one area. Why is it why is it so good that it's spread out across the board and, you know, retail, manufacturing, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, hotel industry, restaurant sure. business? Sure. I mean, broad-based growth is good for America because then you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Uh, you know, there are a number of states where your economy is uh, almost virtually entirely dependent on one industry, and uh, those states often live through the boom-bust cycle. Uh, the growth that we're seeing now, uh, construction added 48,000 jobs last month alone. Uh, that's and that's in, Dece- that's in December, winter. <laughs> that's in December. Uh, that, that's 12 times uh, more jobs than would be created by the uh, the uh, the Keystone Pipeline, <laughs> yeah. So in one month, construction created 12 times more jobs than uh, the direct jobs that would be created by the construction of the Keystone Pipeline. In the manufacturing context, the average worker on an assembly line right now is working uh, 42 hours a week. They're making overtime uh, on average every single week. Uh, auto workers are are doing very well. I was with the president earlier this week in Detroit, and uh, what was remarkable to me is uh, a year ago, a gallon of gas was $3.33 on average. Uh, When I passed the gas station in Detroit near the Ford plant where we went to, I saw a sign, the price of gas there was uh, something like $1.68. Unbelievable. And that's money in people's pockets that they can spend. And, oh, most definitely. Uh, so, uh, so broad-based recovery is really good for everyone because it gives an opportunity for people uh, with different skills and different interests uh, to uh, punch their ticket to the middle class. This report also showed unemployment down to 5.6%. I kind of like, I saw something on Facebook, uh, Secretary Perez, the other day about um, all these things that Republicans promised to do. And uh, it said, uh, I had President Obama's picture, and it, you know, one of the things was unemployment below 6%, done. <laughs> and right. I, ju- I just like seeing the checks and done, and, and Americans should be encouraged by that. But, you know, whenever you see a number with unemployment, you do have those who like to turn that glass half full to FMD, and they'll say, well, a lot of people stopped looking for jobs. So what does this 5.6 unemployment number being down uh, to this percent show? It shows that people are gaining employment or sure. they're giving up trying, a bit of both. No, well, the, 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 one of the most important um, statistics over the last year is that the labor force participation rate um, has been constant. It's lower than it's been in the past. The big reason for that is because the population is aging. People are retiring. Uh, That's been going on for 15, 20 years. But in 2014, when we're looking at this data, uh, the um, labor force participation rate was was, uh, basically steady. And so what we know about 2014 is that the majority – yeah, the 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 decline that I talked about in the unemployment rate, the the pretty remarkable uh, decline, was the primary reason was that um, people got a job who were looking for a job. Sometimes the unemployment rate goes down for a bad reason because people stopped looking. But in this case, um, the unemployment rate went down primarily because unemployed people got jobs. And then the other reason it went down is because. Uh, we have natural labor force growth. 
And so um, other people entered the workforce, uh, which happens every single day or every single month of the year. So uh, things are moving in the right direction um, for the right reasons. But, uh, again, I, I speak to so many people across this country, and your listeners um, know these stories of, of friends who are working two, three jobs because uh, they can't make a decent wage, others who still are looking for a job, people who wonder, um, are my kids going to be better off than I? Uh, and those are all uh, questions that keep me up at night, and those are the questions that motivate the president to do for instance, what he did today, which was to announce a very bold and exciting initiative to make uh, community college education free for people who can't afford it. Uh, everyone should have access uh, to the opportunity Absolutely. to um, improve their skills and talents through education. And uh, we used to lead the world in education, and we've lost that edge, and we need to get it back. And that's why uh, the president is investing in our human capital. Uh, I, I agree with you uh, 150%, if that's possible. Uh, we had the best year for the labor market since 1999. And that isn't just uh, about these numbers and, you know, job creation. And, you know, it's also our stand, the United States' stand in our role in the global economy. We stood out as performers in that regard as well. And this plays well, into that scenario, that equation, and in the, in, in the bottom line number, right? The, absolutely. And, and do you look at... Um the last month and the last year, and you put it in a broader perspective, we've now had 58 consecutive months of uh, private sector job growth to the tune of roughly 11 million jobs. And again, for your listeners, to put it in perspective, that's more jobs created than Europe, Japan, and every other advanced nation in the world combined. We have done better than Europe, Japan, every other advanced nation in the world combined. We're moving in the right direction, and uh, I, I've traveled recently to Europe, uh, to the U.K., and to Germany, and, uh, and to Canada, and to Australia, and everybody tells me there, um, I wish I had your economy. Uh, and, again, um, uh, we're, we're proud of the progress we're making, but there's nobody resting on their laurels because there are still too many people who are not sharing in this prosperity. We've, we've got to make sure that uh, the rising tide lifts all the boats and not just the yachts. And, uh, and, and there's still too many uh, dinghies that are springing leaks here because uh, we, the prosperity and the productivity in the workplace, which used to uh, benefit both employers and workers, is only benefiting um, employers all too frequently and not enough is benefiting workers. But you are allowed to sing praises today, Secretary Perez. I mean, well, I'm optimistic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when the, the, this jobless rate, when we're we're looking at, you know, the best you know, economy overall, the best year, the best number since 2009. But since 2008, we have the jobless rate dropping to the lowest level, and the addition of 250,000 jobs, uh, which the month before 353,000, both exceeded all economists' predictions across the board. Uh, well, th that that is something to sing about. It's actually quite interesting to, uh, uh, if, if you were to look uh, at what people were saying a year ago, the so-called experts, and what they were predicting, uh, in January of 2014, only two of the roughly 50 experts who were surveyed predicted that the unemployment rate could fall below uh, 6% by the end of 2014. I mean, you, some of the folks were saying, uh, well, maybe the end of 2016, 
uh, maybe never the you know the Obama economy can't work. Well, you know they were wrong, and they were they were wrong by quite a bit. And uh, I've I've learned in this job and in all my jobs, you never underestimate the grit and resilience of American workers, American businesses, and and the power of leaders like the president who have a strong progressive vision to help grow ladders of opportunity for everyone. Never underestimate the grit and the ability and capacity of folks to get things done. And we're, we're going to continue to fight like heck. And I wake up every single day asking myself the question, how do we lift up uh, living standards uh, for working people and give them those same opportunities that I had? I want, I want these ladders of opportunity uh, to be very, very sturdy and very well fortified. And that's why we're working on the minimum wage. That's why we're working on uh, making community college more accessible. That's why we're working on immigration reform and uh, and transportation infrastructure. All of these things will will add to the prosperity that we're already seeing. I want to jump to that and uh, go back to that in one second, but I, I want to talk about what, you know, when people look at these numbers, a lot of times they'll be like, well, that's great what it does for the people. I mean, less people unemployed, more people employed. But these numbers also signal what companies are doing and what they're feeling. This is certainly uh, at least two months in a row more in, in growing optimism uh, among companies to hire people and, and to definitely say our bad economic times are behind us. We're moving forward and we're, and we're pushing forward. And these numbers prove that, I think. Well, the optimism that you're talking about uh, from both businesses and consumers has actually been um, increasing substantially over the last year. And, and those, those are documented. There, there are uh, surveys that are done every month to measure uh, both business confidence and consumer confidence, and they're both very much moving in the right direction. And, and one measure of uh, consumer confidence is the number of people who quit their job voluntarily. People quit voluntarily only when they have confidence that they can get a better job. And the number of people who voluntarily quit their job in recent months has gone up uh, significantly, uh, and we're basically back to um, pre-recession uh, levels. That's a really good sign of a healthy economy. In the depths of the recession, Leslie, there were over seven job seekers for every job opening. That's tough. Now we're down to less than two job seekers for every job opening, and uh, I'm confident that we're going to get uh, closer to, to one or one and a half uh, by the end of uh, 2015. And what that does is that gives workers and job seekers more leverage to get better wages. So uh, all of those confidence uh, indicators that you're talking about and, and the, there are measures of business confidence, and they're all going up as well. Manufacturers, you know, the order of the day there, the word that's trending is insourcing. The word that's uh, trending downward is outsourcing. That's what we're seeing in um, manufacturing and in other sectors across America. And, you know, you talked about the U.S. resilience. Also, the U.S. demand seems to persist and will continue to persist, even though markets overseas uh, struggle. Uh, when we when we look at um, when we when we look at a combination of things, you know, you had talked about the gas prices in uh, Detroit. We do need to factor all of this. I mean, don't we? I mean, when we, you know, put in that more people are working, then they have more money. And then, you know, the gas prices are lower. We've seen the increased, uh, you know, confidence in consumerism. 
these are all win-win-wins for the future for the American people. And like you said, they can be more confident that, hey, life will be better for their kids than it was for them, or that we things are getting better. This year is better than last year, for example. I, I couldn't agree more. And But at the same time, we're going to continue to work uh, to make sure that we provide greater access to educational opportunities, that, that we do things that we can do right now within our regulatory and legal authority to lift wages. We're, we're working on a rule to address um, uh, the issue of overtime. We have regulatory authority to ensure that uh, certain people who work overtime uh, get a raise. Uh, and uh, so every opportunity we have to lift wages, uh, we are, uh, we are we're working on that because that's what the unfinished business is, is making sure that uh, prosperity in this country is shared and uh, people who are working hard are rewarded for that hard work. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to be with us My today. Uh, Secretary Perez, Secretary Thomas Perez, nation's 26th Secretary of Labor, nominated by the president, sworn in in 2013. He's doing a heck of a job, and uh, I'm glad he's with us and we'll stick around. Thank you very much. Change is strong, and you can experience it at Gold's Gym. For a limited time only, join the most supportive and dedicated community in fitness for just $1. Get access to the latest cardio and strength equipment, the best group exercise classes, and expert personal trainers dedicated to your success. A stronger you is waiting at Gold's Gym today. Tap the banner now for a free pass. Offer ends February 29th. Valid with select new memberships at participating locations only. Commitment required. Annual fee and other restrictions may apply.